Thanks for downloading the latest podcast from Cathedral of Praise in Rockhampton. You're about to hear a message from our associate pastor, Ivan Westbrook. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And in being led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil, there was a test going on. Who knows that Jesus passed that test A+. plus? Who knows that? And you notice how he passed that test? Because it wasn't just some little private demon that came along to put him under the test. It was Satan himself that came along to put him under the test. And the reason he passed the test, because every day of those 40 days and those 40 nights in the wilderness, he kept hearing and hearing and hearing from the Father. Everybody say hearing Hearing. and hearing and hearing hearing. from the Father. We know that because the first temptation that Satan gave to Jesus was turn these stones into bread. And the devil thought I'm going to get him here right on this first one because man, he hasn't had an ounce to eat in 40 days and 40 nights and every fibre in his being is screaming out. Anyone ever fasted 40 days and 40 nights? You've all lied, come down here, we've asked for, asked for confession right now, amen. Hallelujah. No, I haven't, haven't been anywhere near 40 days or 40 nights. And I tell you what, somewhere around about the 10th day I gave up, I tell you what, everything within me was screaming and saying, food! <laughs> and the devil thought he had won on this first temptation, but Jesus said, what did Jesus say? He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? That What? Every word that proceeds from the Father. And right there, he gave us the key to overcoming every temptation in our life. We don't have serious temptation zones coming in our life all the time. But every day there's temptations. And we can prepare for those temptations as we are communing with the Father day and night. And we're hearing, hearing, hearing from the Father. Everybody say hearing. 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 hearing hearing From the Father. Man, and you'll see what the importance is of not just hearing once, but hearing more than once by the end of this message. Romans 11 verse 33 says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. It says, Oh, the depth of the riches. Wow, the mystery. Wow, the beauty. Wow, to search it out. How unsearchable. Our God's greatness, his mightiness, his magnificence is beyond us yet. Because of his grace and all of grace, the riches of our God are made available to us and the light to search it out has come to us through the cross. Through the cross. At the darkest hour, light broke forth for every human soul when Jesus spoke those words on the cross, it is finished. And if you and I will come back to the cross at our darkest hour, in fact, at any hour, at any time, we too will see the light break forth in our world and bring us out of that dark area into a new day, a new dawn, a new victory. And because we've had another victory and a new victory, we've now got a greater confidence within our lives to keep our eyes on Jesus and keep 
What is it? Faith is an action, faith is an expectation, and faith is a declaration, and that just grows and builds in your life, one experience after the other, that when you come back to the cross at that darkest hour, at that any, any hour, and light breaks forth into your life because you're hearing and hearing and hearing from the Father. King David had numbers of dark moments in his life, numbers of dark moments in his life, yet every time he turned to the Lord, and he cried out for his mercies. The light of heaven broke forth in his life. And in Psalm 103, he opens that psalm with a magnificent penned expression of the joy of God's light breaking out in his world. And he says, forget not. Everybody say, forget not. Forget not all of his benefits, his benefits. Forget not, he says. Forget not all of his benefits. Forget not. You know, all that satisfies the human soul, truly satisfies, comes from the Father of lights, comes from above. And he has redeemed your life and my life from destruction. Bless the Lord, O my soul, David says, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You know, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, to redeem those that were under Yes, it says under the law, but we all find ourselves under it sometime. And Jesus Christ has come to redeem us. He's come to stoop down and he's come to lift us up. And he keeps lifting us up. He keeps lifting us up again and again and again and again. At times he says, like he said to Peter, when Peter says, can I step out of the boat? At times he says, come on, you can step out of the boat. Step out and do this for me. Yes, come out and step out of the boat knowing that he's going to be right there if we falter to reach down and to lift us up. We find the extreme benefits of grace, the riches of his grace, the abundance of his grace, the fullness of his grace at the cross. And so we boast in the cross for through it, that is through Jesus' death, all the benefits of the Father flow to us. Paul in writing to the Ephesians believer expresses this right up front in his letter. It must have been right upon his heart. It must have been just uh, alive and living within him because in verse three, he says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Where does every benefit flow from here in this verse? Where does it flow from? In heavenly places in Christ. Everybody say, in Christ. Say it again, in Christ. In Christ, very important. You're going to hear this statement again and again tonight. Because because of the cross of Jesus Christ, we have come into a union with Christ that is incredible. There's a mystery to it. As I began to look into this and began to just contemplate it, I thought, God, how did you do it? How do you do it? I don't know. It's a mystery to it. But I know he does it because it's in his word. And if it's in his word, I know that I can stand upon it. And I know that in standing upon it, hallelujah, all of the benefits of standing upon it and standing in it and believing it will flow to my life and through my life to a world that's hurting and needs those benefits. Jesus, foreseeing the life-giving force of Calvary up ahead of him, says to his disciples in John 15, if you abide in me, there it is again. If you abide in me and my words, oh, there it is. You've got to keep hearing and hearing 
and hearing and hearing for his word to get abiding in you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you will. Wow, there's a benefit without borders. There's a, there's a blessing without borders. You can ask what you will and it shall be done to, to you, to me, to you. How awesome is that? A couple of years ago in one of my preachings, um, I gave out a declaration at the end of the preaching and I think really this is the genesis of where this message came out of and it was a declaration that St. Patrick had written and after, I think it was after his death, someone put it to song and turned it into a song. Um, but I, I kept one myself and I've carried it around in my Bible and I don't read it every day but I do read it regularly. And there's one uh, paragraph that stands out to me and has captivated my heart and has brought me into a greater revelation concerning this aspect of being in Christ. And it goes like this. Christ to shield me today against poison, against burning, against drowning, against wounding, so that there may come to me abundance of reward. Here he goes. Here he goes. He's had a revelation as Paul had a revelation. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lay down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I rise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left. Wow. Jesus said, the cross was looming right there before Jesus Christ. In a short time, he was going to be crucified. And he said to his disciples, if you abide in me and my words, keep hearing my words, keep hearing and hearing and hearing my words, and they abide in you. And you'll ask whatever you will, and it shall be done to you. Faith is a declaration. My pastor preached it powerfully and well and has got into my spirit because I just didn't hear it once. I've heard it again and again and I've confessed it again and again. Faith is a declaration. Every word is a seed of limitless supernatural divine ability. Every word is a seed of limitless supernatural divine ability. And when we declare it, oh hallelujah, one of the things that takes place is that it gets deposited in our spirit. And when germinated, it brings forth life, light, insight, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, victory, breakthrough, and much more. Keep declaring, keep depositing, and a trickle will then turn into a flow and then into a river. And life-giving rivers will flow into our city and bring people to Jesus. Turn with me to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. My pastor preached a message from this, oh, I would say probably 20 years ago, but it so touched my heart, I've never forgotten it. Colossians 1 verse 12, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you. Pastor took that phrase and he preached the message and it really exploded in my heart. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Keep going. 
He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has conveyed us or translated us or transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Next verse. In whom we have redemption. How do we have redemption? Come on, let's say it loud and clear. How do we have redemption? In other words, folks, it's the cross. It's the cross. Everybody say it's the cross. I must live inside of the cross. I must live in the shadow of the cross. I must not move away from the cross. It's the cross. You see, it says here in these verses that the Father has translated us or transferred us, moved us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the Son of His love, into His awesome kingdom of light. The invisible realm is superior to the physical realm. And hence everything in the physical realm, that's you and me and everything else around us, are subject to and under the influence of the invisible realm. John writes in 1 John 5 19 that we are of God, little children, and that the whole rest of the world lies under the influence or under the lap of the evil one. There's a kingdom of darkness and there's a kingdom of light. There's no, no man's land. Uh, we, we are born in sin and we grow up under the kingdom of darkness. I have three beautiful young grandsons, but they, they are not in the kingdom of light as I am in the kingdom of light. But as I continue to pray for them and their parents continue to love on them and speak the words of Christ into their heart, they'll come one day to that comprehension and realise that there is a kingdom of darkness that they've been living under, but they must come out from under that kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light. Before we choose the kingdom of light, we've got to believe in Jesus Christ. We've got to believe. It's not a passive mental ascent. It's an active declaration of our heart that is confirmed with a strong affirmation of our mouth or it's an active declaration of our heart. Oh, I felt the power of that. And an affirmation of our mouth. We've got to be people that have strong declarations of our heart in a day that we live in. Our believing connects with the Spirit's regenerating power and our stony heart of our soul instantaneously is turned into a a live heart and a living heart unto God. God delivered us. And as well, He's transferred us or translated us Back in the 18th century, in the 19th century, if you were living in England, you stole a loaf of bread, they'd put you on a sailing ship and some six months later you would land in Sydney Cove or somewhere, Hobart or somewhere else and uh, there you would be transferred, translated from one environment, from one colony to a whole other colony. That's exactly what has happened to us who have believed. What an incredible mystery there is to that but we now find ourselves, hallelujah, not in sin, not in, not in the kingdom of darkness, not under the influence of the enemy, but now we find ourselves in Christ, hallelujah, in righteousness, alive unto God. And we can find the victory in every temptation too as we keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the words from the Father. Believing broke the power and dominance of darkness. How? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. The cross is the epicentre of the human soul's great exchange. The epicentre of the human soul's great exchange. And this is only possible because Jesus, Jesus fully identified with the human condition called sin. 
which creates a chaos and a sorrow that is just building up in our world today until our world is just convulsing to be released from it. There's coming a day. It's coming soon. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, and this is the principle of identification, that Jesus became sin for, everyone say it, us. He became sin for us. Wow. Wow. How incredible. He became sin for us who knew no sin. Wow. That's the most awesome identification that there could have ever been. So that in Him, that in Him, we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Wow. In Him, we become the righteousness of God. He just doesn't impute righteousness to us, but we, can be, we, we become righteous. Wow. We become righteous. What an incredible identification. Yes. And it's all a gift. All from the Father. Yes. Because He qualified us. He qualified us. How? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's all his mercy. It's all his incredible mercy. I remember a song I learned as a child. Mercy, there was grace and grace was free. There my pardoned soul found liberty. At Calvary. At Calvary. Salvation is not my accomplishment. If I subconsciously believe that I'll if I subconsciously believe that I've created my own salvation, then I will treat very lightly with dishonouring manner the presence of God, the house of God. I'll only attend every now and then. I'll treat with dishonour the word of God. I'll only pick it up when I'm in desperate need. And in so doing, if I live a life like that, I will absolutely disdain the things of God and bring dishonour to him. The Word of God says that we are to walk as children of light. He's brought us out and translated us. Now let's walk as children of light. Salvation is not my accomplishment. It's all God. Salvation is that before the creation of the universe, God slew his son, his only son. He crucified him for you. And now in time, in now in this time, in this incredible mercy, he chose you out of all the other seven billion people on planet earth. He chose you. What mercy. What incredible mercy. It's all him. He picked you out. He chose you. In fact, if you keep reading Ephesians 1, you'll read verse 4, that he chose us and adopted us to be his own. What incredible mercy that is. In his incredible mercy. I want to just do a little bit of drawing here to illustrate this aspect of being translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his kingdom of his dear son. We have God here and we have Satan over here. One is the kingdom of darkness and one is the kingdom of light. God's kingdom is a positive kingdom. The devil's kingdom is a negative kingdom. And the reason being is because God is the creator. And being the creator, he's the, the originator of all things. Hello, he's the originator of all things. And Satan is only a created being. And therefore he does not have the ability to create. So what does he do? He's the counterfeiter. He's the counterfeiter of all things. He promises in sin that you'll have freedom and liberty and yet it ensnares and brings you into bondage. He's the counterfeiter. In God's kingdom, and God's kingdom, there is always, in any kingdom, there's the reflection of the nature and the character of the king in the kingdom. In God's kingdom, there is light. And there is life. 
and there is truth and there is love. Over here we don't have light. What do we have? We have darkness. We don't have life. We have what? We have death. We don't have truth. We have what? We have a lies, the father of lies. We don't have love. We have what? We have hate. We have hate. And when we are born, we are born in sin. But there came a man. Because the first man failed in the temptation, there came a man, second Adam, the last Adam. And he became, what did he become? He became sin for us, who knew no sin. And now if any man or any woman will repent and believe on him, something takes place, folks. Something takes place. There's a conversion. And the only way that that conversion can come, hallelujah, is through the cross and an identification with Jesus Christ. And when anybody will repent and believe on Jesus Christ, hallelujah, the Spirit of God comes into his heart at that moment and the regenerative power of the Spirit of God creates a new man, hallelujah, a brand new man with a brand new life. Old is passed away. Behold, all is become new. And where does it happen at? It happens at the cross. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my soul rolled away. The only way that we can have a conversion and go from the counterfeit to the genuine, to go from darkness to light, from death to life, from lies to truth, from hate to love, is through the cross of Jesus Christ. And I say all of that to simply emphasise the point I said earlier, that everything, David got it right. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name, because every, every, here it is, every benefit, every benefit, it flows It flows only from one place, folks. It flows from the cross. Come on. And Jesus said, if you abide in. Come on, shout it out to me. If you abide in. Come on, shout it out louder. If you abide in. Me. And my word abides in you. As we identify with the cross of Jesus, the death of Christ becomes ours and the resurrection life of Christ becomes ours and we come alive unto Christ. Self dies on the cross and we find ourselves alive unto God. Lord Self is now dead along with his dreams, his desires, his passions and a new Lord lives and reigns and rules in our heart. Lord Jesus is alive in you and me and we are alive in him. And that is the beginning of the understanding of the truth of identification. There's a truth that this Paul, the Apostle Paul, writes about. If Paul was coming to the COP church to preach a series of messages here at the COP church before the end of the year, I'm sure that his PA, Timothy, (laughs) would email Pastor Claude's PA, Karen, 
and let him know, let her know that on the Sunday night, the last message of his preach, that Paul would be preaching probably through to midnight and a little bit after. Keep anyone out of windows that are high up. <laughs> and I got no doubt that emphatically he would be writing in an email and saying that my, my theme of my message in that last message will be the theme of preaching about being in Christ. Why do you say that, Pastor Ivan? Well, because he mentions over 200 times in his writings. He speaks to it very clearly about it in, to the Romans. He speaks very clearly about it in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. He speaks very clearly about it in Galatians and in Ephesians and Colossians and Philippians and 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians. He speaks very clearly about it to 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Philemon, Titus and Hebrew. Hallelujah. He speaks clearly about it in every one of those. It just floods his writings wherever you go. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church or to hear this message in full, you can purchase or download a copy from our website at www.copchurch.com.au.